Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Quality Conversation Podcast, the show where we talk about whatever is on our mind. Today, I am once again joined by my co-host, Andy. Hi, Andy. Hello, everyone. How are you? <laughs> Hi, Kevin. <laughs> I'm well, thank you. Just a little bit sleepy, but, you know, otherwise doing well. How uh, are you? Yeah, the same, though. I think it's like morning for you and night for me, so. Mm, well, just, just gone 12, so it's practically my morning, you know, being yeah. the, the kind of lifestyle i live right now <laughs> fair enough fair enough so ah, i had things fall over um oh god so lots of things to talk about uh but you know it, it before mm. i get into anything andy what's Ooh. on your mind well how very polite of you Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> i i mean it's it's not been the the most exciting of weeks in terms of media news no, um that's like gaming much. news not too much has been coming out i mean there's been little bits about you know movie nominations things like that but the the big one that kind of well at least for me has been the delay of cyberpunk 2077 yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i think a lot of people are upset about that um i don't know about you but i am actually not no i i I breathed a big like sigh of relief when I heard the news. I was like, okay, thank God. I can actually play video games <laughs> in April without, you know, going between five different titles. Yeah, it it's, it's breathing room. Well, you know, it's a lot coming out at once. And then also, between you and me, I think that um, I would rather, you know, I, I've got a lot of life ahead of me. And I would rather mm. wait and have the game yeah. come out later and have it be really good than have it come mm -hmm. out now and be really not. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's there's something to be said about the fact that they've actually delayed it. Mm -hmm. um, I think this is the second time delaying it, if I... Right? Maybe? I'm not sure. I have, I'll be honest. I haven't followed Cyberpunk. Like, I, I love the look of it. I'm excited to play it. But, like, I kind of was just like, this looks great. I'll play it when it comes out. And then I was just... You know, yeah. <laughs> like the only stuff I see is like the memes, like the 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 chick with a massive boner advertising an energy drink. Like those are the only oh, man. things that I actually like follow about it. And I there was like, <laughs> you know, because it was like in my timeline. I remember when they said that you could have any voice option on any body type, and I was like, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. That once That's again awesome. makes sense. You know, like. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that. I haven't kept up. So, like, with this mm. delay happening, I was like, cool, whatever. Like, plenty of games yeah. to play. I mean, like you said, it's just... It's, it's it's a good news because it's a very cramped beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. So, if you're into a lot of titles that are coming out, you know, there's, like, the Animal Crossing, there's Ori 2, you know, and then the Cyberpunk. You know, I've got... I, I recently got Monster Hunter World given to me by... Uh, a viewer because he had a spare code lying around thank you icarus if you're listening yeet um and you know i can play that now without worrying about cyberpunk being just around the corner so i can put a whole bunch of time into monster hunter killing some stuff and then get to play cyberpunk at the end of the year as a fully finished product which a lot of games recently seem to uh in recent years come out and then have stuff put on as dlc yeah Ooh. 
<sighs> DLC, Battle man. Pass. <laughs> I hate that shit. I, I actually, I mean, I get it. I, I get that's where the monetization has gone, but honestly, it's exhausting. And I, I hate most DLC. Like, it's not good. It's not, like, real mm. content. It's like, I pay $15 and I don't feel like I got $15 out of it, you know? Yeah. Um, and, like, I, I mean, I commend Monster Hunter for having Iceborne be an expansion and not a, mm-hmm. just a $15 yeah. mo- $15, get the new monster that you can hunt this yeah. one monster. That's what I feel like DLC is, is yeah. pay $15 and it's like one thing that should have just been free. Yeah. You like, get, it definitely- you get like, it's just put into the same area of the world. There's no real expansion. There's, there's nothing kind of new about it. It's just like, Oh, I'm doing the same thing I was doing before, but this time is blue instead of green. Like... Don't you want? Don't you want to spend twenty dollars so that your character can have an alternate outfit? Wait, an alternate outfit? Yeah, hell yeah, I want that. It has no statistics. It won't help you. There's no. The game doesn't even acknowledge it. Like no character. <laughs> like your character is wearing a giant Moogle outfit. As you speak to, like, important plot characters, and none of them even acknowledge the fact that you are dressed up as a mascot. Yeah. yeah. But you paid for it. I paid for it. But I get to enjoy it. it. I, I um, always hated that. I, like, you know, I'll give, like, Mass Effect 2 had some DLC where you'd go on a couple missions and then you'd end up with a new character. But then you ended mm-hmm. up with a new character who could play the rest of the game with you. Yeah. You know? Like... I don't know. I could go on and on. I just hate DLC. Like yeah. you brought it up, and that, that just made it. First yeah, forward. I mean, I mean, we we talked about this in previous episode with the, uh, like the Pokemon expansion stuff, right? Right. And we were talking about how that was, that the game felt like it was being rushed out, and now this is potentially stuff that should have just been in there anyway. Right. But at least that is adding new areas, so there's at least some redeeming qualities to it, but. Like you said, there's so many DLC that comes out that is just, like, not even filler. <laughs> it's just, let's just put a few fancy things on it. You know, there's free-to-play games that do skins and cosmetics, you know? Sure, that's great. But, you know, when you've already played, paid $45, $60 for a game, I don't want DLC that's cosmetic. Honestly, even those online games are starting to get kind of dumb because it's like, oh, the game's free. And I'm like, right, but one cosmetic, like, gun is $20. Like, it's not a, it's like a mm. skin for your gun, $20. You, you buy three things and you've paid for an entire game, you know? Yeah. And, like, it's it's one of those things where I feel like, it just gets kind of silly and then and then what they do is they go oh well you don't need any of these things like they're just cosmetic and i'm like right mm-hmm. but they're like really good cosmetic and nothing in the game looks as good as they look so yeah. like the, there's no real way to unlock anything like that through the gameplay like through chance either right. a lot of these so you end up buying the keys or you end up like loot boxes surprise mechanic yeah exactly and that that bothers me like it's uh it's just this thing where it's like you know you play you play uh what's it called um like like what what, what, think of a game um 
division's not too bad there's a lot of like free stuff like the ships and stuff but it can still be mm-hmm. the Eververse is kind of ridiculous um obviously there's a lot of cool armor and stuff in final fantasy 14 but then they always release very like some really cool outfit that has a very yeah. unique piece to it like one of the things i always remember is people love to play fashion in final fantasy 14 and mm-hmm. there's a couple pieces of like you know square enix store items that yeah. are so unique that you there's no other item that can like cosmetically mm. fill that slot you yeah. know if, so if you want to like finish an outfit with that sort of look to it you need that you need that yeah. and obviously it's just an outfit but again people are paying 14 dollars a month for this game like you know i don't know i've always just mm-hmm. i just hate option they call it optional items it's like okay <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> there's, um, there's something to be said about just how that's gone isn't there it's like oh we'll give them something real pretty and because they want to look pretty they're gonna pay for it yep you know gone, gone are the days where you know you would load up you know smash brothers melee like you just you could go between five or six or something different colors and alternate looks just by pressing a single button you know you pay for your game once you get a couple of different alternate looks and then you just go and beat the crap out of each other but now it's uh let's let's put the game out for as uh minimal cost as possible let them let them maybe buy it for even 15 dollars but then we'll charge them 15 dollars per chunk of like bundle of accessories that look cool you know and yeah you know, there's there's games that I love that do that, and you know, if I really do <laughs> enjoy a game, that there's League of Legends for one. Um, there's Warframe. There's another that I play, and you know, like you said, there's Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, but yeah, there's there's just so many that do it. It's just become the norm that no one's like surprised by it anymore. That it's kind of lost that sense of oh this is this is actually kind of shit and kind of you're weird because it's so normal now i've had so many people try to justify it to me with like warframe for example and like like i used to you know i played warframe when it was in beta and i i -hmm. i played it a lot um at one point um there was a time when i was like optimizing being the physically fastest rhino anyone could be (laughs) with like spinning at the speed of light through enemies like um back when like the arcane helmets were like really hard to get and they like had a lot of value to them and Uh like i i i really loved um playing it at for a while but one thing that frustrated me is the game is very heavily designed and 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 people like don't want to acknowledge it if they like the game it is incredibly heavily designed to try to tempt you into spending money. It's like, well, it's going to take th- three days for you to get this piece of this thing, mm-hmm. you know, that you're crafting. Build, yeah. After you after you've spent forever farming, it's going to take three real life days. Or you could just spend fifteen dollars and have it right now. It's right now. Mm-hmm. Just money. Yeah. I mean, I you I, can rush everything that's built. Literally everything can be rushed for the premium currency. And and the premium currency isn't cheap. The like amount of premium currency you get to dollar value is very low. You know, and we're not it's not saying spend ten platinum and you can buy a hundred platinum for one dollar. It's like spend ten platinum and you get like you spend like 
you know, twenty dollars and get what, like four hundred or something? Like the I can't remember the exact. I ooh, I think what is it? I'd have to look it up, but you know, it's only really you know worth it if you get the fifty percent off. Right, if you get that like coupon. lucky thing yeah. where you get like the fifty percent or more off. Which is like a mm -hmm. random chance. And then and then that's the other thing. So it's not worth getting unless you get the fifty or the seventy five off. But here's, And then when you get it, that's limited. Then you feel like you have to do it. You get it and now you feel like you have to do it because of how rare it is. It's all a big they hired some social engineering person to perfectly <laughs> make you want to spend money on that game. And I find it incredibly offensive. Like and, and what's funny is all the people I know who love Warframe if you talk about that, they they just they just sit around justifying it. They sit around. Well, it's a free game, and I'm like, it's a procedurally generated game. Like, I, I'm not saying there isn't some great stuff in it that took effort to make, but the maps are just procedurally generated. Like, most of them are not unique. You know, like it doesn't take that much effort for a computer system to randomize a bunch of pre-generated assets. And you go through 90% of the levels you go on, they're all identical. You know, um, they're just laid out differently by the computer randomly generating pathways. You know, I also have a problem with it in League of Legends. Um, I don't have as yeah. much of an issue because of, like, like how... The crafting system in League, when they added that to be able to unlock skins um, through the chests and getting the essence... I actually really, really like that. Even I agree. if it does take a while, even if it does take a while to get some of the higher tier ones, the fact that you can do that now with there being so many skins, because, you know, skins and people that have played League for a long time will probably be on my side with this. Skins used to come out, they didn't get churned out the way they do now. Mm -hmm. They, you, you, there was. You know, the couple skin lines that would come out. You know, there was the pentakill stuff. Yep. You know, that was like a big group. That's the Rockstar Metal Band group one. Yep. And I remember I really, really wanted... Um, what was it? The, the Olaf skin. Oh, yeah. I really wanted pentakill Olaf because it looked cool as shit his axes were drumsticks with skulls on them his lightning spelt out pentakill when he did it and he just <laughs> looked awesome like he would spin his drumsticks when he was ulting and i was really excited for that because you know it'd been a long time since something pentakill had come out and this one looked really awesome and i was really enjoying olaf at the time but now it seems like every week there's five skins <laughs> yeah now they turn them out at the speed of light and everyone who bought like they came out with the star guardian stuff then they came out mm -hmm. with the night and dawn stuff and then two, a month later three weeks later whatever they come out with the this the mecha. mecha kingdom stuff and like yeah i'm just sitting here and i'm like you know it, it's it's they've just got people who are just churning out assets now because they know that there are a bunch of whales who play this game where new skins mm -hmm. come out and they will buy all of them and they will buy the skins yeah. for champs they don't even play. That's what blows my mind. People buy these uh -huh. skins for champions they don't play. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I 
I, I don't even buy more than one skin for a champion I play. Like, I, I'll buy one, and then any others I have aren't because I bought them. They're because I got them in the, like, crafting system. Mm. You know, because it's like, great, I choose the one that's, like, the alternative for the character that I want to play, and then that's it. That's, you know, I, and now I've got yeah. my, my non-standard outfit. You know, I think I've, I've, I've I didn't even League buy the ones Legends on Trundle for basically since its beginning. I, I started playing just after beta. Me too. And I think in total, I've spent about 1,210 years <laughs> on League of Legends. I, I mean, that's a and lot, but if you divide it by 10, I mean, yeah, that's still that's, bad. <laughs> it's, it's, it's 120 a, a year. year, but, you know, I've got so many hours in League of Legends. Yeah. And I, I like to think about it. You know, people, like you say, and even you, and you play video games, and you play League of Legends, they're like, oh, 1,200 on video games in 10 years? But then I, I kind of compare it to other hobbies, and I'm like, what other hobby could I have spent 1,200 on in 10 years and had that amount of enjoyment there's not a lot there is a mathematical and, equation yeah. to like like so it's like look at hours of entertainment and then divide the money by hours of entertainment then compare uh -huh. it to another service you know uh 13 mm. 15 depending on where you go dollars for a movie ticket for a little two under hours. two hours of yeah. entertainment you know um once you start to do that then you realize that it's it's not that much you mm. know i mean i would agree that we don't we don't equate value correctly um, a lot of the time. And, and I agree with that. Um, mm. I think though, you know, no matter how you look at it, I definitely don't like the sort of, it's not as bad as Warframe where they're just like, oh. like, Oh, you want, you want this crucial item that lets you play the game, like this weapon or this Warframe. Oh, just pen, spend some real life money, spend some platinum, which I find very, mm vulgar but like i do still think that like the you know a good example is characters like trundle characters like um i'm trying to think of some other like ugly characters like um uh you know chogaf mundo Choga. yeah yeah, yeah like that. um uh what's the guy who what's the void guy who shoots missiles and then suicides when he dies kogma kogma you know these guys haven't gotten good skins in a decade you know what I mean? They're just sitting around not getting more skins. Because in the beginning, like, Mundo got a lot of skins early on because uh, there was a time when it wasn't a waifu simulator. It was a, a a game with a bunch of characters that were sort of cartoon-esque. And yeah, them mon looking... monsters and non-humanoids. And them being, like, goofy and being monstrous was like, okay. But now... Now, characters that are all humanoid and are popular oh. visually get a new skin every three weeks, you know, every yeah. every two months. And characters that aren't, you know, get nothing, uh, you know? I yeah, mean, like... The, the amount of skins that you, you have with Ezreal, Ari, and I think, like... Oh my god, it's insane! Just those two. Then there was Nidalee, as well, because people freaking love Nidalee. There's so many skins for Sona so many has of, a lot of skins. Sona does have a lot of skins. A bit, any of just... the attractive women have a lot of skins. 
Miss Fortune got a lot of skins in the past two years. Yeah. <laughs> she got a lot of skins. Any any attractive woman character has a lot of skins. Mm -hmm. Any of the really attractive, like handsome or cool male characters have a lot of skins. Most of the monsters have nothing. Mm. You know, like I, I Rexai was a breath of fresh air when Rexai came out. Because that was just pure void monstery burrows underneath. She's just chomping on you. She doesn't have any facial features. She doesn't have any body features. She's just a hunk of like plating and claws that screams at you. And that was so good. I I do kind of like feel like that's that's the thing, is like they don't they don't even release that stuff as much anymore. I mean all mm. the characters that have like a weird look, I mean like Skarner Nobody pays attention to Skarner, you know, like, like all these characters. I that miss are... my kind. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know, man. I just, um, I definitely look down on, on, on that. I get it why they do it though, because, yeah. you know, other than someone like someone like me who plays a lot of Trundle is going to want Trundle <laughs> skins. But people yeah. who don't play, like, but not a lot of people play Trundle. The, all of the ugly characters have a very low play rate. And all of the really handsome or cool characters have a high play rate with a few exceptions like Blitzcrank. Which I think Blitzcrank gets away with it with being popular not just because of his really powerful, you know, skill set. But also because his aesthetic is cool. You know, he's, he's, a, just he's, a, beep, boop. he's a robot and he's funny and he's like... His lines are funny, and people really get into that. But, like, yeah. you know, most of the time... I mean, look at... Take a moment to just look at Yordle characters. Mm. Right? I mean... The cute little fluffy thing. All, well, but here's the thing. So, most of the Yordles, Sans Heimerdinger, have a lot of skins. But if you look, the female Yordles have significantly more than the male Yordles. Mm-hmm. Because the male Yordles are these little furry Muppets, and the female Yordles are short stacks. Little cutesy chibi. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're short stacks. I mean, like the the little uh, little waifus. Exactly. Um, little the the um the lollies of the, the game. I don't even so. know if they're lolly. I feel like they're just like like Kind of like waifu. pocket waifus. <laughs> kind of like how people act about like goblins in WoW and stuff. You know, like mm. female goblins. Like yeah. I don't know how to describe it, but just like short stacks. Oh, oh god. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, like I, I'm just saying that that's what, that's that's a thing that people like, and you see that they pander to that. They always pander yeah. to that. Um. Mm. So I don't know. I mean, when you talk about like free to play games, yeah, they gotta fund themselves somehow. But like, yeah, you know, I. I you look at Fortnite like they they created a skin for Ninja. They created a skin yeah. for Ninja and then gave everyone like 3 4 days to buy it. And that's so mm. predatory. You know, yeah, and then he's crazy. and then he's pushing it. He's like he's like, "Yo, this is your last chance to buy the Ninja skin." And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, "Really? Like that's so predatory. Like all these children yeah, limited, play this game. Limited edition. Like the the way that again, the way that Fortnite does their shop, it's a rotating shop. Yep, scarcity principle. That's how it works. Yeah, it's oh, it this this one's back in the shop, but it's only here for two days. 
Like, if you want this, you've got to buy it now. Now. Get your mum's credit card. Go ask your dad for some money to be put into your PayPal account. Go now. V-Bucks. V-Bucks. Do it. Now. We love Fortnite. You've got two days. Oh, oh, it's gone. It's gone. Oh, but this new one. This new one that's really cool. This is back. And this is here for two days. Do you want this one? Come on. Come on. Come on. And it's, it's bonkers. I know. You I hear it around it. the office. Like, you hear the, the parents in the office just like, Oh, my kid wanted this um, Fortnite skin or this Fortnite bundle, and it's like $25, $30. And here I am just thinking, oh, do I get it for him? Like, he hasn't had anything. I haven't gotten him anything for a while. And then you hear it the next day. It's like, oh, something new came out. Now they want this one. I just got him that last one. Yep. You know, it's actually crazy. And I and and I remember when I was when it was around Christmas. It was a little before Christmas, and everyone was talking about the stupid minty pickaxe. Like mm. everyone just called it minty. They just called it. Oh, I've got some minties, and people were giving away like like I've got like twenty of these, and I'm doing a giveaway. And like I remember someone I used to work with came up to me and was like, "Oh yeah, he we got one. We got a minty." And I'm just sitting there. I'm like. <laughs> For those of you who are only listening on Spotify, Apple, or Google, or wherever else you may be listening to this, you can't see Kevin's face right now, but he is shut down as a physical human being. And so if you would like to watch that, you can visit us on Quality Not Guaranteed on YouTube. And of course, we do also <laughs> make content streaming. So the great Skeleton Man on Mixer, or Andy SBG on Twitch for myself, Kevin is still trying to recover from his um, minty overload. Um, so it's just you and me for now. And, you know, this conversation actually has really gone off the rails from what we started with. But this has been good quality conversation, hasn't oh, it, Oh, he said the name. He's back. He there we the go. Name. That's how you get him back. He said the name. <laughs> I love when he says the name. Um, I just, it just... It was a lot. It was just yeah. It, it it I'm just sitting there and I'm like, you guys are being getting upset. Like, don't get me wrong. I I have a like a Final Fantasy 14. You know, I play it and I I have a house in it and I spent a lot of time, you know, in the game just getting stuff to decorate my stupid house just to say it's my house and nobody even goes mm -hmm. to my house. Like Mike Mike shares my house because I put him as a tenant so that he could take care of his chocobo there. But like you know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's it's fun. Like, I, I enjoy it. And I'm not going to blame people for liking cosmetics and liking designing things. But how obsessed, especially with Fortnite, that people are, mm -hmm. like, it kills me. And, and how much money they spend on these cosmetics in a game that was designed not even to be what it is now, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you see how Epic, everything Epic does, every decision, business decision they make, it's all based around this fact that they have so much disposable income thanks to yeah. literally scamming children and playing playing social engineering on children to get them to buy the ninja skin. And ninja, I mean, honestly, the guy... I don't really like what he does. Like, he is very predatory in his business practices, and nobody ever calls it out because he's, like, the biggest streamer. But, you know, and I'm probably hurting myself because 
I'm a mixer streamer, so maybe one day, yeah. you know, I, he would have raided me and that would have made my career like it did some other people, but that'll never mm. happen. Uh, who knows? I mean, I don't play fucking Fortnite or Apex, so that'll probably never happen. But, like, one thing that bothers me is it's like, I don't think he's a bad guy. I, I, I don't know him. I don't know him, right? Yeah. But what I see externally is that, you know, I remember when, when that stupid, like, I'm going to leak my phone number guys, I'm going to leak my phone number thing came out. And actually what it is, is that it's through a marketing company that like gives mm. you a phone number and it does route the messages like to him. But really it's a scam to collect data on people because you have to have that. You have to like accept these terms and conditions. Mm. And like he tells you to be able to message you, I need you to accept these terms and conditions. Listen, you, you never need people to sign a form to text yeah. your phone. <laughs> right it is not it is not something that is required anywhere as far as i'm yeah. aware as long as Ke the person texts you just you sign this could you just sign this nda for me for our personal text messaging right exactly you know, I'll, I'll, I'll send it over to you i have your number but i forgot to send you the nda oh of course um, so just uh make sure that you don't say anything about our text messages of yeet and <laughs> okay i'm going to be on at seven Yes. Oh shit! Wait. <laughs> oh shit! You did it. You broke the NDA. Now they know. Yeet. Yeet. <laughs> it 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 is something though. Like that's what that is. And a lot of a lot of creators did it after he did it, but like mm. he was the first one. And I've just seen it a number of times. It's just like you know, he's he's really he knows what he's doing. But he does it anyway. And I'm not going to be smirch people for, like, making money. But I don't think he's hurting for yeah. money. And, yeah. like, just, just really it bothered me just when I saw that post. It was like, yeah. get your skin. It's last day to get it. Uh. You know, the, there is something to be said. I, I mean, this is something that came up a little while ago that did bother me specifically just because we're on the topic of Ninja. Mm-hmm is you know he was doing a, a charity drive thing which is great and sure. you know he was but every time he was making a donation to the the charity and this goes for like everyone it's you know oh i'm just announcing that i've made this big thing for charity as part of this event like sure like you're doing great things for a charity but you know, there's the level of advertisement that goes in just like, look what I just did. Come and give me a follow for the good thing that I did. That kind of rubs me the wrong way. It's and not very selfless. Was, yeah, there was a reply by Dr. Lupo. It was just like, oh, yeah, I, I did the same thing. Um, but, you know, I didn't have to tweet about it. It kind of came in. There was like a thread about it. And good for him. Um, he, he, he like called it. It was like, oh, you don't have to you know, announce it like this. And then people got all up in arms, just like, oh, why are you coming for him, man? He's just doing stuff for charity. And then he was like, well, I did the same thing. I just didn't feel the need to throw it out there. Like, Dr. Lupo, he did his big St. Jude charity stream and got a million dollars from Twitch and, like, well played to him. He does his big charity stream stuff once a year, but the amount of stuff he does under the radar is, you know, that ends up coming out just because he's so popular is incredible. You know... To me, there's sort of like, it's like a matter of context. Like if someone said, like if I was someone as influential as Ninja, mm -hmm. and I thought that a charity was really good, you know, and I would go, so something I might do 
is go make a big donation and then tweet about it and say, hey, guys, I think this is a really great charity and I just donated 25 grand to it. If you want to donate too and be a winner like me, you know, here's a link, mm. go make a donation. And then at that point, rather than getting trying to get clout, you're you're really trying to drive people who like you to want to be like you and make a donation. Yeah. And I think that's a good I, use of influence. Yeah. I just don't think that's uh, what Ninja was doing. You know what I mean? It's more just yeah, like, was, I made a big donation. Was, Give me a blowjob. Yeah, it was it was tied to some promotion for some new album or something as well, which is just like so Great. gross, man, to me. It's like... In celebration of being yeah. a massive cunt, I am donating $50,000 <laughs> to a charity... Please like, follow, and subscribe. Yeah, that's that's all it felt like. It it just feels very disingenuous. It's like, oh, it's all part of this big marketing thing for a new album. And like, you know, I've donated. Come, guys, do it as well. It's like, oh, yeah, he's doing this great thing. Let's follow him and this guy who's got the new album. And woohoo! Uh, uh, Maybe uh, if 100% of the proceeds of the album were going to the charity. Hmm. I, 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 you know. I accept that. I, I, I get it. You know, I'm I'm the same way. Like, I I don't really buy, like... Buy a coffee for the homeless person. Don't record it, you know? I don't really like donating um, at, like, events or, like, to big things <laughs> everyone sees about. Like, uh, every... Sorry, can I just cut you off there, Kevin? What? Um, you just said, I don't like donating. And that meme of, man, fuck them kids. Just, like, <laughs> came, into my, just came into my head. Man, fuck them kids. No, fuck them kids. But at the, what it is is that every year I, I put money aside over time. And at the end of the year, I, I make a donation. Um, yeah. And I don't, I've done this for probably like as long as I've been employed. Um, mm -hmm. Nobody really knows about it except like a couple people who I've talked to who asked me why I don't donate like throughout the year and stuff like that to stuff. Yeah. Um, and my reason is because I don't really need accolades for it. I do from do it for my own reasons. Um, and you know, so like, I mean, a good example is like every, I've donated to a couple other things, but most of the time I donate to the cystic fibrosis foundation because my sister yep. has cystic fibrosis and I don't tell anyone about it. I don't even think my sister knows I do it. Um, I, I don't think she's ever known, but that's because I, I'm not looking for my family to pat me on the back. I'm not looking for my friends to pat me on the back. I, it's just, it's, it matters to me that maybe one day there'll be a cure for this disease. And if yeah. I have the disposable income, I want to do it. And I do it every year at the end of the year, whatever I can afford. Like I just put money aside as I can afford it, you know, and back when I was in college, it was very little, you know, mm -hmm. it's more now. Um, and you know, I mean, Hey, if anyone wants to donate to the cystic fibrosis foundation, you don't have to tell me you did it, but it's a really good cause. Just saying. Yeah. Um, Definitely. but you know, it's, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's not really, it, it, it steals from the good deed when the good deed is clearly just for personal reasons, just for personal mm. gain, you know, yeah. you're actually paying 25 grand for marketing is what you're actually yeah. doing. Yeah. I mean, it's personal marketing but you know you're not paying a company well you yeah that's it you've got it on the head really <laughs> there's nothing else to add it's yeah so it, it happens so much and it's it's just one of those things where you look at it and it's you know sure that money will do good but it, it leaves a, a sour taste in the mouth i mean to be a hundred percent honest with you i mean don't get me wrong i'm not gonna tell you that that fifty thousand dollars wouldn't be helpful or however much he donated twenty five thousand. oh yeah for sure yeah but I when know. you're 
when you're talking about most of these organizations, any donation that's not like a million dollars doesn't make a huge effect on their bottom line. You know, mm. like it's a cool donation from one person, but like a million people donating one dollar makes a bigger impact than one person donating fifty thousand dollars. You know? Yeah, I'm trying to think. What is the daily running cost of St. Jude's Hospital? It's like 1.3 million or something. Yeah, it's a, a lot. A day. It's a lot. And so it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, hey, that's that's nice. But like, if you actually were to scale, mm -hmm. if you were to take everything into account, like how much money he has, right? What his income yeah. is. What, you know, across all things. Um and then were to measure how much he gave in comparison to how much they spend in a day. And you'd sit here and you'd go, that wasn't really, in any analysis, a huge deal. You know, I, yeah. I'm far more impressed when a millionaire gives away half a million dollars than when a multimillionaire gives away $50,000. And I, mm. I'm just using 50000 as a random number. I don't know how much he fucking yeah. gave. There was, there was there was something and I can't remember the specifics but like Jeff Bezos donated for the Australian fires um, bush oh, fires, yeah less like, than a million dollars nine hundred thousand dollars and then someone did the maths if you were to equate that you know to the average person stuff if some like it worked out it was like the average person that's like them giving Jeff Bezos gave like fifteen dollars. Yes, no, exactly. <laughs> if you scaled it down, he, this is a man who has enough money to spend a billion dollars a year funding a private space flight company. He has a private space organization that he funds personally with a billion dollars a year, and he can do this without it dipping too deep into his pockets. So when mm -hmm. you say that it's less than a million dollars that you're donating to the Australian fires, I'm like, why don't you just, you have enough money to just stop the fires. You could just stop them. <laughs> like, just, just end fire. fire. Just end fire. fire. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, listen, guys, like, I know you're having a good time destroying wildlife and people's homes, but, you know, but if you didn't... a couple Benjamins, come on, back off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it funny that no matter where you go, in like the English speaking world, a couple Benjamins is the is the like bribe term, even though that's just American <laughs> currency. Yeah. You know, like it, you're you're a Brit living in Australia and even you use that term. Something to be said about pop culture for sure. Yeah. Um but like no, he does. Literally, I honestly, if he wanted to, he could probably hire mm. enough private firefighting organizations to go out there and fix the problem. Really, you know, like, yeah. uh, but like, that's how much money he has. And yeah, you know, oh, here's his $900,000. Like, I took a dump. Here you go. Like, yeah, it's unfathomable just how much money that man has. You know, I was having a conversation the other day speaking of, of how much money, like, so I walked into the kitchen at work and two mm -hmm. people were talking. Um, one of them was my friend who I know is incredibly left-leaning and the other one was a guy I don't really know. Um, and they were debating the subject of billionaires. And my one friend said, I don't believe uh, billionaires should exist. Um, mm -hmm. And they, they brought me into the conversation. And he so not to go verbatim because I don't remember the verbatim conversation, but I remember basically teaching them both about 
how extreme their respective perspectives were because he felt that like you deserve to be that rich because uh you're you 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 worked hard and you got it and you started a thing and you're doing something you're his argument was well they're providing a good for society and Mm i i said so first i turned to my friend i said well here's the thing um i don't believe that billionaires shouldn't exist i do believe that people who have so much money so many billions that they physically cannot spend all that money in their lifetime that's a kind of moral responsibility yeah they, they shouldn't exist right like let me put it to you this way unless you do something like fund a private space program with a billion dollars a year it yeah. is impossible for you to spend a billion dollars it is it is hard without trying very hard, like really, really hard and going out of your way to even spend $200 million a year. You would have to yeah. regularly invest in things that you don't use. You would have to buy yeah. buildings. You would have to buy That's, that's the boats. thing to be said, isn't it? Like you said, you invest. Like the, There is only a limited amount of goods you can buy before you run out of places to put all said goods. Yep. So you put your money into making just more money. And then all of a sudden, you have more money, so you put it into making more money, and it goes on and on and on. And and so the and, problem is, is like if you look at inflation, a billion dollars isn't what it used to be. It's still a lot. I mean, oh yeah. <laughs> if I had a if I had a billion dollars, I could live comfortably for the rest of my life and not work a day. I, I've done the math multiple times. It wouldn't be hard. I could live. <laughs> I'm I, trying to win a billion dollars. Is what you're telling. I me. could live an indulgent life. An indulgent oh, yeah. first class every day, you know, first class all the time. And people really don't understand how much a billion dollars is. My current mm-hmm. salary, you know, if I were to take my current salary of just a million dollars, I could live for 20 years, you know, just keep that in mind, right? And we're talking not a hundred million, we're talking a thousand million. So I could mm-hmm. live spending four times what I make now. And still 20, live my years. and still live my entire life without. I could spend four times what I'm spending now and still die before I ran out of money. You know mm-hmm. that's how much a billion dollars is. People don't get that. And while I think that's fine, you know, you have a billion dollars, you buy really expensive things. I mean, there's a biz, there are businesses out there to cater to private jets and yachts and things like that. Mm-hmm. But once you get into the realm of just I don't know what to do with my money, I guess I just go colonize space you know that's when i say that's too much but yeah then i turned to the other guy and i said you know you're wrong he's not he we owe him nothing like he does not deserve anything and he's like well Mm -hmm. no he's doing something for society i'm like no he's not like Mm -hmm. first off i mean if you really want to do an economic analysis amazon has hurt our economy like vastly like it has consumed a lot of jobs it does not provide it has not provided better jobs it has provided a lot of worse jobs it got a tax refund which does not help no in society it has shut down a ton of businesses good businesses mom and pop shops you know cannot keep up and but besides that besides all of that right because hey the market is the market adapt or die you know, I accept that, mm-hmm. but 
if you're going to use the term good for society, please, you know, but, but yeah. besides all of that, he is providing a service and you are providing money in exchange for the service. Mm -hmm. This means yeah. it was an equal exchange, which means he is owed nothing. His reward yeah. was the payment. And mm -hmm. we're, you cannot sit here and say, oh, thank you so much for my for taking my money. You have added great value to society by accepting my currency. You know, like, yeah. no, like, that's not true. Life would not be the same without next day delivery via Amazon Prime. Oh, what did we you ever do? Society greatly. What did we ever do when we did midnight releases at GameStop? You know, like, yeah. And and so that's that was the thing is it's like I always remember that conversation because it really is two extremes. And I've also mm -hmm. I've seen people who say, oh, I don't think we should increase taxes on the rich. And I go, why? Like, we're not asking mm. them to pay like more we're asking them to pay like like if i pay 28 percent, they should pay 28 percent, not mm -hmm. get a seven percent refund right yeah. like we shouldn't pay them in negative taxes they get a negative 70 percent. that's how much their taxes are you know like <laughs> like seven seven percent not 70 percent seven percent like negative seven percent are you kidding me like i i i'm like you know they should just pay the yeah. same percentage I pay. And they go, well, that 28% of a of a million dollars is a lot more than 28% of $100,000. And I'm like, correct. But 28% of a million dollars has a much smaller impact on a person's life than 28% of $100,000. Mm -hmm. Those are vastly different. Yeah, there's, there's, I think, like you said, people don't realize how much a billion dollars is mm -mm. and then i think a lot of people fail to realize just how much of a difference you know going from forty thousand to fifty thousand a year can make simply because it's such a large increase because yep. you're at the the lower end of it suddenly you're getting an extra sixteen hundred dollars after taxes a month to spend on whatever you need to spend it on yeah and then if like it's it's crazy because if if I just go from personal experience, you know, you know, doing a cook job where it was like twelve thousand a year, like British pounds, and then it went to like a retail that was twelve and a half, and then I went to oh wait I'm at fourteen, and then I was like okay like I'm paying my rent and I've got a little bit you know to go out on a date night once or twice a month maybe depending where we go and that's nice at 14,000 and then it went up to 20,000 I was like holy shit I'm fucking rich yeah what <laughs> like... well see that's the thing I was thinking about this earlier right I was looking I was looking at my expenditures right so we're going on a, a bachelor trip at the end of this month uh, and then the next month at the end of the next month I'm going to PAX and then the month mm -hmm. after that I'm going on a cruise and I was sitting there and I'm like making these expenses, right? And they, all of them were well done. So they're not, the, the cruise was part of a package deal for a family event that we're going to. Mm -hmm. And PAX, we, we've paid for that over the course of like a year because I bought the tickets early. And yeah. next month I'm using points to buy, book the flight, you know. But even yeah. then, even when I still look at the things I did pay for, I realize how much money I'm spending. And it made mm -hmm. me think, and it's not hurting me. I have plenty of extra cash in the bank. And it was making me think back to when I was making like $10 at Starbucks, right? Uh -huh. And like taking a girl out for a nice dinner just because I was hoping to, you know, uh, you know 
like that was snuggle that was a lot of (laughs) snuggle that was a lot of money right yeah now emerald and i are just feeling lazy and i spent 40 dollars on ordering dinner through uber eats just because yeah yeah a 40 dollar dinner seemed absolutely unseemingly indulgent in the starbucks days now yeah yeah i remember when i first entered the the corporate world and my i went from ten dollars to roughly the equivalent of 20 and it was Mm. like yeah i can i can get a good computer i can build an actually good computer now i'm sitting around here just like you know if i just bought another 2080 ti i could just build a third computer yeah you know <laughs> oh I've, I've got i've got three monitors how about six you i know? mean i have three <laughs> monitors right here two of them yeah. are you know the the 244 hertz you know like yeah it's it is actually crazy just how much it changes on that spectrum because you know because my 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 last job was like twenty six thousand pounds a year which is i don't know what that is in usd whatever um, let me yeah and um i know it's a lot more it's, it's like thirty-four thousand us yeah and you know it's i was in the north of england where things are like things in shops and stuff are like a bit cheaper but the rent in my city was like quite high but anyway that was like the the job that i had i was just like wow it makes such a difference <laughs> and you know People are like, oh boy, if we give the tax breaks to you know the rich people, they'll they'll make jobs for people and they'll improve the you know the the training on jobs. And it's just like, well, if the government has that money, they can just make schools better and fund government schemes that help people not live in poverty. That sounds great, doesn't it? But my Prime. Okay. <laughs> my you know, Amazon Prime. You know what? I, this is my favorite one. So you said that, and people go, well, do you really think the gov... This is my favorite argument that I hear in the U.S., like, from, like, conservatives against, like, the government, you know, the government distributing things. It's like, well, do you really think the government should be managing that money? I mean, look at how they spend money. And I'm like, all right, you're right. You're absolutely right. So let's cut military spending, yeah? What? No, we shouldn't cut military spending. No, we should never do that. It's like... Oh, man. But you just said that the government doesn't spend the money right, so you'd admit that the budget makes no sense in any way because we really shouldn't Mm -hmm. let them manage the money. So we should cut that spending. What is it in the U.S.? Is it like $700 billion a year? year Just (sighs) we spend more. We spend more than double the next 10 countries combined on our Mm. military. And yet, and yet, we can't seem to do anything. Like, my opinion, and this is very unpopular amongst my other liberal friends, is we should either back the fuck off and stop trying to police the world or just get it over with. Go, <laughs> like, just go. Just, like, car- just turn a country into Press a parking lot. Like, like, like oh, man. and my reason is because what are we prepping for? What are we doing? You know, we're just spending mm-hmm. money. I'll never forget when we bought, like, 200 abrams tanks just to buy them and then they just sat on a lot like i forgot how much money we spent on it but it was some obscene amount of money and they never got used you know and and i mean i mean what the 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 fighter jets and like the tanks are 
it's, it's something ridiculous, like the four or five, maybe even six times as expensive as a mainline like passenger jet that is fucking huge. Yeah, like and those things are expensive, and it's it is it is mind-boggling just how expensive those things are. Exactly, and, and people just are just like, ah, well, you've got to be safe, got to be safe, right? We need those twenty tanks in case Kim Jong Un sends a a missile. Oh, yes. That's my favorite. Like, these third world countries could never do anything. And people are like, oh, well, China would back them up. I'm like, China would never back them up. China pretends. Mm. If we we ever actually entered... Let me be clear here. If we ever actually entered total war, not the kind of stupid war that we do, that we've been doing for the past 20 years, but like actual World War II total war, Mm-hmm. One, I don't. Everyone's afraid of the draft. I don't think the U.S. has anything to worry about because at this point, we probably have more soldiers than we actually need, because of how much we use drones and long-range artillery and just technology has mm-hmm. advanced. The reality is, if we went to total war, the only country that might be able to even stand up against us lightly is China because they're ahead of us in cyber warfare. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to actual, just who has the biggest guns? Everyone's like, oh, they've got a million-man army. And I'm like, a million men died of a Reaper drone pretty fast. Yeah. Like, like all it takes is one person with good aim to press a button. You know, it's... And it's it, over. And and it's one of those things where I don't... I'm I'm not pro-war. I'm, anti, I'm anti-war. But, like, you know, I'm just so tired of how much we spend. And then, um, you know, everyone says, oh, the government should be managing our money. But definitely we should be doing this. And... Oh, more tax cuts for the rich? Oh, that's fine. Like, I literally have seen some conservative people tell me that they've admitted that Trump completely did the opposite of what he promised. And then they still sit there and say, like, Jesus is with him. He's the best. He's the best president I'm we've gonna ever had. I'm going to vote from 2020. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just like, you, you specifically are the one who got dicked over by those tax reforms. Mm. Like, you. I watched it happen. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it's, it's a mirror image in England. It's like the... The, the middle class that uh, sat there and like, oh, yeah, conservative government is going to help me get save, save my money. And, you know, they're getting, you know, they're not getting any kind of reward, essentially. They're getting more things taken away from social services, which hurts them. And then it hurts the people that are poorer than them. And they're like, oh, but if I keep voting for them, they'll help me one day. You know? Right. I know. It's... It blows my mind. And what was funny is, is I see these people do that. They go, they go, he's the best. He's absolutely the best. I'm like, I, you are, you, not me. Keep in mind, because I, I invest, I'm an investor and I invest in stocks and stuff like that. And like, I remember when everyone did their tax returns last year and everyone I know had to pay more money and I got a fat return. You know why? Because stocks because of mm. investing because i was stonks. Able, uh, stonks i was able to claim things that they weren't because the tax reforms benefited me and didn't benefit normal people and those same people are like oh man jesus sits on his shoulder he's the best best president i know because he said it on twitter and i'm just like <laughs> oh man you know not to upset our like three or four conservative viewers out there, listeners out there, but it's just, I'm not against the idea of conservatism. I just uh, wish that like, that's what people were practicing because Trump is not a conservative. Trump 
is unique. <laughs> Very unique. In not yes. a not a good way. You know, he's oh, he's boy. unique like a unique strand of E. coli. He is the next supervisor. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you froze. Andy froze. No. We'll be right back after these messages. Oh, we're back. Okay, cool. Okay. Sorry. Good. Good. I, I thought it was you, but it was me. I saw everyone. Who who's getting their internet stolen by the Department of Defense now, Kevin? I honestly it's you. I, I don't know what's going on and it's been a real problem. My internet mm. has been going out a lot lately and I don't know why. Like it'll go out for only like two minutes and then it comes back. But it's really yeah. hard because I'll be streaming and it Is just it goes something out. to do with when that guy hit the box around Christmas? Maybe. It might be. It might be yeah. that, or it might be um, the router we have. I, I don't know. Who knows? And I have no way to fix it, but it keeps happening. And it's just like this ticking time bomb. You never know when it's going to happen. Yeah. The second time yeah. it happened tonight. Mm. So thrilling. That thrilling was good times. timing, though. We were, we were just saying how it's a new super virus. Yes. And we were slating the president of the United States, who we definitely totally don't want to kill because it is illegal to say i want to kill the president of the united states i mean it is it is illegal to say i want to kill the president of the united states unless you're saying it to explain like we are <laughs> that you shouldn't say i want to kill the president of the united states then in that circumstance you can say it but otherwise you should not say i want to kill the president of the united states I want to kill the Prime Minister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love how we managed to get back to this. So, oh. one thing oh. I wanted to bring up, I know we're actually, I mean, that, that cutoff there was right around our time to finish anyway. But one thing mm -hmm. I want to mention, I want to go all the way back. I want to I want to use the way back machine to go all the way oh. back. Do, 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 do. To talk about games being delayed. I watched, yes. like, the internet historian the other night on mm -hmm. uh on on the youtubes yes on youtube but no 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 on the subject of um i just had it in my head and Fallout 76? no uh sky something skyrim no um, no man's sky no man's sky there it is yeah, on no there man's sky <laughs> and it was interesting seeing that basically what happened is is that they ended up at this point almost completely delivering on their promises. And the problem was, is that really what it came down to was that game should never have had a release date applied to it until they were a hundred percent sure it was done. And, yep. and like that was their mistake. And it was clear that the guy who was sort of being the, the head of house, it, it's clear that he was just trying his best, you know, but he wasn't like a PR guy. Mm. And because apparently what happened with them is that he, once they started after the game was released and they were all being like, just completely shit on what he did is he refused to let any information about what people were saying about the game go to anyone except him. He made it so that all of that yeah. stuff funnels to his computer. No one else, no one was allowed to comment on it, read it involved. It's only him. And then what he did is he actually took the data analyzed it and then removed the flack and just made it something that was like okay so these are like things that are like legitimate criticisms all right let's analyze that and then he used that to prioritize how they were going to fix the game and then that's yeah. what they did they spent a ton of time 
fixing the game. And now everything that should have been in the game at release is in the game. Lo and behold, and they won, they ended up winning a ton of awards for that. Yeah. And it's actually a super expansive game. It's just got so much that even it's, it's actually too much for me. I, I can't yeah. even figure out what I, what to do. So, because it's just too much. I mean, they added the a proper multiplayer and just kind of just made it complete, really, didn't they? Base building, and, trading, yeah. uh, space battles between factions, different factions. Everything that they talked about adding, they put in. Portals, you know, mm. like uh, ancient ruins, crashed barges, like, you know, base building, like cool, customized, underwater. Space Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know, if that game had just been delayed... It would have never yeah. been the fiasco that it was. And they did delay but, it, but only by three weeks. And they should have delayed it by like um, a year and a half, nine two years. months at least. At least nine <laughs> months. It, yeah. If they had delayed it by nine months, they could have put in the crucial things and then said, the truth is, guys, we weren't able to get everything in there, but we plan to add it all in future updates. You yeah. know? Um, you know, I, I, it's just strange to me because thinking about this topic, because I, I know that I wanted to speak about this on the podcast with you this week. But do you remember when so almost every hyped up release that was coming out that people were excited for back in the day was delayed? Yeah. Like, I, I, we grew up with, with games being delayed until they were finished. Yep. It was quite because common. Because DLC didn't exist. Yep. And you got expansion packs of a full new game. Like, you got Diablo 2. And then you've got Diablo 2 Lord of Destruction on a completely new disc with a big expansion. Yep. Games didn't come out until they were finished back in the day. Yep. And that is something that is sorely missing from the industry. Well, I you know, love delays. Have you also noticed how nowadays it feels like 100% of games release with game-breaking bugs? Like, play. Mm. everyone's always like, I'm playing a game. I'm excited. I took time off for the release date of this game. And I'm like... It's not going to be fixed until two weeks. <laughs> You're not going to be able to play it, so what's the point? You know, yeah. it's like trying to log into an MMO the first day it comes out. It's like, what's the point? Not happening. Yeah. So it's oh God. Diablo Three's so release. Just what was it? There was just threads upon threads of like error four oh six or something ridiculous. It's just no one could log into Diablo Three on release. Yeah, oh, it, it's a problem, and so I, you know, I. I just, it really frustrates me. I mean, Monster Hunter World, it has a bunch of terrible, terrible reviews for Iceborne because some people like me have no problem. And some people, uh, I've, I've narrowed it down. I've noticed that all the people I know who have um, AMD processors don't have a problem, but all the people I know who have NVIDIA processors, it's like a gamble if they're going to have a problem or not. Um, they just can't play the game. It's game broke, game breaking bug. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, how does this happen? Yeah. Like, how does this just so regularly happen with games? It, it didn't used to be that Halo came... You know, Halo came out and it was a finished game. It ran perfectly from start to finish. And now, mm -hmm. you know, you get a game and it's just missing textures and it's got all these problems. And I'm like, huh? Well, we'll just yeah. patch it. Huh? No, no, do it before. <laughs> Let's release a finished product. Like, I'll wait. Yeah. It's yeah. not like there's really any scarcity for entertainment these days. Like, I'll wait for a really good product instead of a broken one. Yeah. And No sure. Man's Sky was for a sure. perfect example of that, you know? Because yeah. I, I almost feel bad. I feel like had they released what they've made now back then, 
it would be heralded as just the, it would just be such a popular game and it would be talked about yeah. all the time for sure i think like like you said if that was released as in the state that it is now i probably would have bought it alongside a bunch of my friends and we would have been able to all play it together mm -hmm. but the disastrous release came out and then it was just everyone kind of forgot about it until it went on sale and like you said i i don't really buy games on release i wait for the first sale yep. on steam to buy them because by then things are probably fixed and i get a better deal there I mean, are dbz Kakarot is one. They had a day one patch. <laughs> there are <laughs> only a few exceptions to this. Like, um, I love Metro so much. So Metro Exodus was like a, a super hype. But you know what? You know what was funny about Metro Exodus? Uh, it worked on release. Oh. And you could play all oh. the way through it on release. No way. Yeah. I don't believe you. It happened. No way. <laughs> I did have one game-breaking bug, but then I reloaded and then got past it. Like, my character mm. just... It only happens in like the first level, but it happened to me more than once where my character would get stuck in this like animation of pointing the gun like this mm -hmm. and just couldn't shoot and couldn't reload, couldn't do anything. Just stuck, yeah. And I could walk around, but the, nothing with the gun. Um, but it never happened again once I got past the intro. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, I, I there are a few games I do that with very few i mean i got iceborne yeah. right away because i love it you know i love yeah. monster hunter but most of the time i'm like you i just wait for the sales yeah. there's a ton of games i haven't played yet because i was just was waiting for them to go on sale mm -hmm. that may have to change soon for reasons that you and i have discussed but i'm just gonna <laughs> i'm gonna hint at it here on the podcast a little hint from us and bagers there's some things in the works some little things in the works that <laughs> may be interesting um that people are gonna like you know, An exciting 2020 ahead, hopefully. There may be some uh, URLs shared on the podcast soon. Pretty soon. Mm. We'll see. We're getting there. And hey, Kevin, boy... are you going to learn how to consistently brand now? <laughs> Mr. Great Skeleton Boy, Kevin G. <laughs> Your Great Skeleton Boy, Kevin G. <laughs> Where the quality is not guaranteed. The quality is not guaranteed. That's that is my brand. My brand is a lack of consistency. <laughs> I am consistent with my brand, Andy. I'm very consistent with my brand because my brand is a lack of consistency. Oh, I love it. I love it. Not oh. that anyone cares. No, but there may be there may be things happening in the future and I may have brought your your very beloved Andy SPG on board. Don't tell nobody. Spaga. Spaga. Andy Spaga. Andy Spaghetti. Andy Master Spaghetti. Master. <laughs> that'll be your that'll be your, your signature. Just and Master of Pasta. <laughs> Master of Pasta. Well, we are I mean, considering the, 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 the little break we had ten minutes ago, we are over an hour. I think this has been some very quality conversation. I love it when we say the name, Kevin. I love it. It makes me uh. so happy. So I guess uh, that will be it for today. Yeah. We will be back again next week with more quality conversation with whatever is on our mind. Andy, thank you so much for the You're conversation welcome, Kevin. today. It's, it's been a great, it's been a great hour and a bit. It has, thank you. it has, and thank you so much for watching. We will see you in the next episode. Bye bye.